stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Uh, but continue our conversation around marijuana and legalization, which is coming, we understand, by July 1st of next year. That's the timetable as it stands right now. The question of how it's going to impact Canadians going to the United States. Because even though marijuana is legal in Washington state, which is a border state, Alaska, which is a border state, and of course other U.S. states, it's still viewed by the federal government as illegal. So even though you might be driving to Washington state for the express purpose of buying legal marijuana there, you may be asked at the border if you yourself have ever used marijuana. And saying yes could mean you get denied entry, maybe a permanent ban from the United States. So even if and when marijuana is legal in Canada, next year as we assume, does that change the dynamic at all? Well, it's interesting because Mark Holland, who's an Ontario Liberal MP, and he's the Parliamentary Secretary for the uh, Public Safety Minister, was asked about this over the weekend. He was on the West Block with Vashi Capellos on Global News and he urged people when asked the question to answer honestly. Ultimately, the decision uh, that they make is their decision. Uh, and, uh, in, and as a foreign jurisdiction, we can no more tell them what to do than they can tell us what to do. So would your advice, though, to, be, to, to Canadians at that point next year, whenever it does become legal, would your advice be to be honest and tell the truth? Uh, you always have to be honest and, be, and tell the truth when you're at the border. Um, and, and what's your level of confidence that they won't be turned away, though, based on your conversations I, look, look, with your I can say I can say that uh, when Secretary Kelly visited Canada, uh, he was uh, very clear that he had full confidence in our security procedures and the way in which we conduct our our, our, um, our security. So the Americans uh, haven't and, raised it with you as a And concern. that their desire is to uh, make our border thinner, not thicker. Okay, so maybe it, maybe it would be awkward for a government minister, a parliamentary secretary to say, oh yeah, lie. Lie to our American counterparts. Uh, so perhaps he's kind of damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. But a lot of people hearing that answer, saying you should tell the truth, and saying that's bad advice. So what should folks do? Joining us uh, for some thoughts, very pleased to welcome to the program, Rosanna Berardi, immigration lawyer, founder of Berardi Immigration Law. Rosanna, thank you for joining us here today. It's great to be here. So would you say Mark Holland is giving Canadians bad advice? Well, as an officer of the court, I can't say that he's giving bad advice. You have to be truthful at the border. Um, nobody is going to go on public record saying that you should lie. Um, it, it raises this this legalization of marijuana raises a really tricky issue um, because, as, as you stated earlier, it's lawful in many states. It's going to be lawful in Canada, but we have this enormous federal border between the U.S. and Canada, and admitting to using drugs can be problematic at the border. And it's not anything new. It's been on the books for years and years. Um, But now we're going to probably see more of it because people can legally use marijuana in Canada. It's a weird situation, right? I mean, you have a situation where it's legal in B.C. You drive across the border, it's legal in Washington state. But in between, that line in between, it's, uh, it's a whole different question. Right. It it raises a lot of interesting legal issues because technically the immigration law says that any alien with a past conviction or who admits having committed or admits committing the acts constituting 
um, a violation or, or, you know, law related to controlled substance is inadmissible to the U.S. So mm-hmm. a lot of times we'll hear from clients, they were coming across the border, they were going to a concert. The officer says, hey, have you ever smoked weed when you were, you know, in your youth? And they'll say, yeah, of course I did. And the government will say, well, gotcha, you're not coming to the United States. You're going to need a waiver, which is special permission to enter the country. But technically, the government can't be so overzealous. If they're going to start refusing people based on just admitting using marijuana in the past, whether it was last week or a decade ago, they have to jump through a couple hoops that they technically don't usually do. They've got to provide the foreign national with the essential essential elements of the offense. They've got to make sure that um, the admission is voluntary. And there's a lot of steps they have to go through to, to keep somebody out solely based on admission. Now, it's different if they find a joint in your pocket at the border. Right. That's a totally different conversation. But a lot of this gotcha mentality of, oh, well, you admitted to it. The government, they may have gotten away with that in the past because the volume of those types of refusals hasn't been that great. But in the future, you're going to see a lot of lawyers like myself contesting that, saying, wait a minute, guys, you know, if you're going to keep our client out, because of the mere admission of using marijuana, there's a lot more you have to do in order in order to make that stick. Okay. Um, now, I know in the United States they have something that's referred to as the Fifth Amendment that involves uh, self-incrimination. I don't know if that applies at the border, but if uh, a Canadian who has used marijuana or does use marijuana is crossing into the United States, has asked the question and says something to the effect of, I'd rather not say or I don't recall or something along those lines, what would happen then? That person would probably be immediately returned to Canada. So, um, you know, the, the U.S.-Canadian border and any international border, it's, it's a bit of a free-for-all legally. You don't have any right to anything. So even as an American crossing the border, I don't have a right to a lawyer. I don't have a right against privacy. The government can pretty much do whatever they want. So if you're going to be the person that's entering that says, I'm not answering your question or... I don't recall, the government is going to have a tremendous amount of authority to say, well, then you're not coming to the United States and turn you around. It may not be a pleasant exchange either. Um, They typically, CBP doesn't like when people don't answer their questions. (laughs) Um, So, you know, you can can certainly do it and expect to be turned around to Canada, but it's probably going to be a pretty stressful situation. So the question is, have you ever used marijuana? And my answer is, I've never been convicted for using or possessing marijuana? That probably doesn't quite answer the question. No. The, no. Any any skilled CBP officer, <laughs> which you've got to understand, these guys are trained in interrogation and questioning techniques, is going to know that that's sidestepping really the answer to the question. So they're not usually acting, asking about a conviction. They're usually asking about mere use. But right. it'll be interesting to see, given our close relationship with Canada, how this will all shake out next year. Um, at the border, we're, we're expecting to hear a lot of these types of stories where people are being turned away, you know, because of the admission. But, you know, like anything, we'll see what happens and, and adjust and, and you know, it, help our clients as best as we can. I mean, it's funny because a couple of people have texted and made the, the same point that we have a prime minister who himself has publicly admitted 
to using marijuana and not that long yeah. ago, as a matter of fact. Obviously, Justin Trudeau has not been denied entry into the United States. Yeah, that would be bad for diplomacy purposes. <laughs> I suppose it would. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, it, it um, kind of gets to the point. Where it's, it's not necessarily a hard and fast rule. The Americans could use, and maybe do in some cases, use some discretion. They could. Uh, they certainly could. And, and as much power as they have at the border, they certainly have as much discretion. So, um, you know, they could do this case by case, person by person. They've got to be careful. Um, the law is the law. But now that we've got a public official on on public record admitting to using marijuana, you know, it sets a precedent for everyone else. And, and the, the government would be really smart to be mindful of that because you don't want the allegation of, well, why isn't Justin Trudeau, you know, stopped from entering the U.S., but I am, you know, we, we've done the same thing. So it, it raises when, when he admitted that um, publicly, I thought, whoa, this is going to be really, really interesting for the future of, of crossing the border. Yeah, it really is. Uh, we'll see how it all plays out. Rosanna, appreciate your insight. Thanks for making some time for us here today. My pleasure. Take care. All right, take care. Rosanna Berardi is an immigration lawyer, founder, founder of Berardi Immigration Law. So, yeah, it's kind of awkward for a lawyer. I mean, you don't want to publicly say go and lie at the border. But to know what happens, I guess, if you answer yes, there's very much a likelihood that you will be denied entry. Got a text here. It says, I plan on lying. A friend of mine years ago admitted to being a user and was denied entry and has been denied since. Now, the text says, if you say yes to using pot, you will be documented and banned from the USA, period. So it's quite likely. Uh, I guess you can uh, roll the dice and see what happens. Maybe they'll go easy on you. Maybe they'll think you seem like a nice guy. Maybe. But the law is the law. It is true, isn't it, that uh, Justin Trudeau has visited the United States. He visited the White House, shook hands with the president and everything. Uh, and by the way, <laughs> I don't know what Donald Trump has publicly admitted to in terms of drug use, but are we really so naive as to think he's never, he's never used? Uh, I heard some stories about the, the parties he used to throw. But anyway, that aside, Justin Trudeau wasn't denied entry into the United States. So it, it does seem like a double standard. That would be problematic, obviously, for a prime minister to be denied entry. Hey, I mean, the U.S. is a sovereign country. That's their call to make. Right? We're a sovereign country, too. It's our call to make. So we're going to legalize marijuana. The U.S. as a country isn't for now. And okay, that's, that's their decision. That's how it is. And I guess people can make that decision. How important is going to the United States versus how important is using marijuana to you? Because that could impact your ability to get in. If you're comfortable lying to a U.S. border guard and, and saying, no, don't use marijuana, I've never used marijuana, I guess that's your call to make. I mean, certainly the Americans look like hypocrites because you're going to have increasingly a number of states where marijuana is legal. So you'll be going from a jurisdiction in Canada where it's legal to a jurisdiction in the United States where it's legal, yet admitting to use could get you banned at the border. All right, 403-974-8255 is our number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. 
Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the great white north and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.